Podcasting ends up taking more time, resources, and energy than you expect. If you don't have a plan and realistic expectations, you can burn out easily and quit your podcast prematurely. I do not want that to happen to you. I want you to run your show for at least one year, ideally much, much longer. That's the only way to see real results. Many podcasters don't see results for a few years. That's why expectations are so important. So today we're going to talk about what you can do to avoid burnout and pod fade so you can create a thriving and successful podcast. Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. I've been podcasting since January 2012, starting out at Geek Girl Soup. There have been times over these 11 years when I have started to fade or I've had a hard time managing my time, my workload, or my energy level. For a few months in the fall of 2022, I was running three podcasts on top of running a course with weekly live sessions and managing my client work. I ended up closing out one of those podcasts, the Marketing Chat Podcast, after 90 episodes. Really wish I could have made help. <laughs> really, really wish I could have held out to episode 100, but it was just too much. I Those 10 extra episodes would have taken 10 more weeks, and I just needed to cut down to two podcasts. Right now, I'm in the thick of selling my house and moving back to my hometown of Houston. This has been a massive distraction from my podcasts and from my client work. I had run out of pre-scheduled episodes. I normally have several weeks scheduled out in advance, but I'd run through those and ended up recording new solo episodes just days before releasing them. And that is really stressful for me. It probably is for you too. I finally spent a couple of days recording and editing several solo episodes, and I got those scheduled out a few weeks in advance. I've already got interviews recorded through late July, so I'm pretty much okay now through the move at the end of May. This is a great example of why staying ahead in your show is so important. You never know when life is going to happen. Yes, moving is rare. That tends to be predictable. But you or a family member could get sick. It's morbid, but someone close to you could die. My ex-husband just had a young cousin die a few weeks ago. You may get a huge client project that takes you away from your podcast for a bit or distracts you from your podcast for a bit. Something random may happen that causes a lot of stress and distracts you from your show. You just never know. It is so helpful to have several weeks of episodes already scheduled in your podcast hosting provider and on your podcast blog on your website. So what that means is, You've created your episode cover art. You've written your show notes. You've created your social media assets. You've done everything you need to do for each episode. You've uploaded them to your podcast hosting provider and scheduled them for a later date. 
and you've posted the show notes and audio player onto your podcast blog. The only thing you have to do after that is promote the episode after it automatically publishes in the future. Pre-scheduling your episodes like this helps prevent both burnout and pod fade. How? First, one reason we burn out is because recording and editing every single week can get really cumbersome, especially if you're also trying to come up with episode topics every week too. Second, when our show becomes cumbersome, we're tempted to quit it. This is called a pod fade, when we quit our podcast prematurely. Now, what do I mean by prematurely? I mean, we quit our shows without giving them a full chance to get results. We quit because they're too much work and we think we can't handle the work. So let's talk about some of the ways to make handling the work easier. If you've been following this show, then you know that I recommend creating a content calendar that goes out for at least 12 episodes and ideally longer. I know you can do longer. It's it's pretty easy to come up with weeks, if not months of episode topics once you get started. You really get into the flow of coming up with lots of ideas once you get into that brainstorming mode. So when you do that, when you have weeks or months of topics already scheduled out in your content calendar, you know your topics in advance and you don't have to think about it week by week. So I recommend filling out your content calendar very early when you're planning your podcast launch. And if you've already started your podcast, if you're already in the thick of it, keep your content calendar updated for at least 12 episodes into the future. So let me tell you how I do my content calendar. When I get episode topics idea, I write them down in an Apple note. I love my Apple notes because, you know, they go with you wherever you go. If you're an Apple person, they exist on your Mac, they exist on your phone, on your iPad, and they sync automatically. You don't have to use Apple Notes, of course. You could use a Word document, a Pages document, Google Doc. It, it doesn't matter. So use whatever document system you like. Now, next, I look at my work calendar or my work, you know, a, a document, whatever plan I have wherever I have my plan for the next year to see what I'm planning launch wise in my business. So am I planning to launch a new program or service over the next year or multiple uh, programs or services? When you're launching something new, you'll want to do some episodes around that topic that support your launch. So I'm planning a program launch in the fall, so I'll be scheduling specific topics around that launch. Sometimes I schedule episodes around a random theme or 
not so random, but you know, I may see a theme or a pattern happening in my episode topics or in the ideas I'm brainstorming. So a few months ago, I did four episodes around ChatGPT and other AI systems. Most recently, I did an episode on how to start a podcast for free, followed by an episode on how to start a podcast on a budget. When I've mapped out my episodes in Apple Notes, when I've looked for themes, when I have matched the topics up with future uh, program or service launches, I then transfer the topics to my actual content calendar, which I keep in a Google Sheet. So that's where I track the date, the episode number, the episode topic and title, the status of the episode, the guest's email when it's a guest interview, and the final URL of the episode when I've posted it on my website. So what do I mean by the status of the episode? I make note in a column in the content calendar, whether I've written the outline, so W, written the outline or script, so W, recorded the episode, so R, edited the episode, E, scheduled it in the podcast hosting provider and on the blog on my website, so S, or published it, so P. So when I look at the content calendar and I just look down the list, I know exactly what episodes are scheduled for when by date and episode number, and I see the status of it. So with all of the guest interviews in there, I actually put down the date the interview was going to happen. Once it's recorded, I put the R by it. Once I've edited it, once I've scheduled it and published it. And same thing with the solo episodes. I'll put it's blank if it's just the idea. I'll put W when I've written the script or the outline and then recorded, edited, scheduled, published. So currently, I've got solo episodes planned through the end of November, not recorded yet or scheduled, planned through the end of November, and interviews already recorded through the end of July. Now, how do you avoid actively working on your podcast week by week? Well, you are going to be promoting your show every week, you know, every time you publish an episode. I do recommend publishing a new episode every week, but maybe you're doing it every other week. So then that's when you'd be promoting. But you don't have to be recording and editing every week. And I highly recommend against recording and editing every week. What I recommend is batching your episodes. So when you do solo episodes, schedule some time to write several episodes at once, then record those episodes back to back. So record more than one in one session, then edit them back to back. So sit down and edit more than one at a time and then schedule them all at once. I don't mean schedule them to go out at the same time. I mean, schedule them, sit down and schedule them in one sitting to go out on the specific dates in the future. Now you've got several weeks scheduled out in advance. And then do that again. So do one 
writing session one day, record them that same week, edit them that same week. So all within a few days of each other. And then do that again. If you get that done for several weeks in advance, and it's realistic, it depends on how long your episodes are. You know, mine tend to be, my solos tend to be about 20 minutes. So I try to do three episodes in one sitting. So that's three weeks. So honestly, I will do that like two weeks in a row to get six weeks done. Then two weeks later, I'll do it again. So now I've got nine weeks done. And then I can wait a couple of weeks to do it again. So you want to get a nice buffer in there. I recommend having at least six weeks scheduled out in advance. So do it for a couple of weeks in a row so that you get six weeks in advance. Then you can wait a couple of weeks or three weeks to do three more in that sitting. So do it however infrequently you can to keep six weeks, ideally pre-scheduled. When it gets down to only about three, then do it again. You need that buffer in there. All right. What about guest episodes? First, don't allow guests to schedule just any time on any day. I set specific times on specific days for interviews, and they're pretty limited. Now, if none of those times works for a guest, like if they're in a different country or their schedule is just way tighter than mine, then I certainly do accommodate them. Otherwise, I do not do interviews nine to five Monday through Friday. That is just too much. So I set aside specific days and specific limited times to do the interviews. Now, I set aside enough time on those days to do like three interviews in one day because it's nice to do two or three and you may even want to allow like four interviews in one day so that you're batching your interviews as well. Then you can edit those all in one session and get those scheduled in advance too. When you do two, three, possibly four, though that's a lot in one day, be sure to leave a buffer of half an hour. Maybe you need only 15 minutes. I like half an hour between interviews. So you can have a break and prep for the next one. Why I like half an hour is because I allow for up to an hour for the interview, even though they end up going normally 30 to 45 minutes. Some have gone an hour and you need time to allow for chatting afterwards. So there have been a couple that have gone for an hour for the interview and then we've chatted for like 15 minutes afterward. And if I've had, you know, if I've scheduled an interview for 15 minutes later, whammo, time is gone. And then I have no time for a break between the interviews. So if you have a half hour buffer there, then you have time for the interview for chatting and then a little break before the next one. Okay. How about promoting each episode? As I mentioned, you'll be promoting your show every week or however often you are releasing a new episode. And honestly, this is the worst part for me. 
I don't love social media. It shouldn't be that tough because I actually like creating videograms for my solo episodes. And I have a company called Pod Brand create the videograms for my guest episodes. So it's not like I have to create the videograms week by week. I already have those in advance. I create the solo episode videograms when I'm editing the episode. I don't know why, but for me, it feels cumbersome to get on Instagram and especially LinkedIn to share the assets. But when I have slacked on promoting an episode, I see a drop in my downloads. So there is a direct correlation for me, and you can ask any podcaster about this, a direct correlation between sharing on social media and the number of downloads per episode. You'd think that would be motivating enough for me to make sure I am promoting obsessively on social media, but it is still a pain in the ass for me. So what I recommend that you do is you schedule specific days and times on those days to do social media. If you don't already do that, maybe you love social media and you are fantastic at it. Oh my Lord, I envy you. But if you don't love social media, then you really need to schedule specific times on specific days to make yourself do it. Now, create your assets ahead of time, whether they're videograms, audiograms, static posts, or carousels for Instagram, which also work really well. So create those ahead of time and write the copy for them ahead of time too. Do all of that when you're editing the episodes and writing the show notes ahead of time as well. That way, when it's time to promote the episode, you've already got everything in place. It's just a matter of getting on social media and posting. So the part that's hardest for me is making myself write the copy ahead of time. I don't know why I procrastinated about doing it. But when I need to promote, I if I haven't already done it, if I haven't already written the copy ahead of time, I just drag my feet. But when I have the copy ahead of time, it is super easy. So I just make myself write the copy ahead of time when I create the videogram or create the carousel, just like when I am editing the video I am, and video and audio, I go ahead and write the show notes immediately while I'm editing as well. So much easier to do it then while you're in the middle of editing. As I'm editing, I am, you know, listening, watching. So those points are coming out. So I go to my Apple note where I do all of that and write down the show notes. You know, the little, I write the, the beginning part at the end because it's like a summary that you're writing as the first paragraph. But the bullet points, you know, in this episode, you'll learn part I'm writing as I'm editing. Okay, two more tips for avoiding burnout and pod fade. First, have your number one goal for your podcast in mind at all times. 
So you can listen to episode 45 on how to set the right goals for your podcast. The bottom line is that the number one goal for your podcast is to help your listener solve the problem that your podcast is here to help them solve. So your number one goal isn't about podcast rank or making money. Of course, those are goals that you've got, and they are super important goals, especially the making money part. When you're an entrepreneur, your podcast is a marketing tool to support your business, make money. But the number one goal of your podcast is totally listener-centric. It's about giving your listeners exactly what they need to succeed. What this means is that you succeed at your number one goal with every episode you put out if you're giving your listeners what they need. Why should you keep this goal in mind? And how does it help prevent burnout and pod fade? When podcasting gets difficult, remembering this goal can help you stay motivated to keep going. When you remember that you're helping your listeners accomplish their goals, you feel a sense of accomplishment, even if you're not yet meeting your other goals, such as podcast rank or income. Remembering that you are accomplishing your goal of helping your listeners accomplish their goals, you, you feel needed, right? You realize that your listeners will miss out on that information that you're sharing with them. Maybe they're not getting that information anywhere else. And if they are finding similar information in other places, they're not getting it from you with your voice, your perspective, your unique perspective, your unique personality. Only you can share that information your way. I'll hear information from other people and it doesn't stick until I hear it from the right for me person. You are the right for your audience person. They need this information from you. If you quit your podcast, you're quitting your listeners. You're letting them down. They need this information from you. When you remember that, that is massively motivating. When you're not reaching yet your money goals or your download goals, you are achieving the goal of helping your listeners achieve their goals. And Lord knows that motivates me. When you feel tempted to quit podcasting, but decide to push through the challenges, you'll be motivated to solve your podcasting problems. What problems? The ones we discussed here, such as coming up with topics week by week, which you won't be doing week by week because you'll have your content calendar. Recording week by week, which you won't be doing because you'll be batching. And promoting week by week, which will be easier because you'll be creating all of the assets ahead of time.
You'll be motivated to write, edit, and record in batches. You'll be motivated to schedule weeks of episodes in advance, and you'll be motivated to create social media assets and copy before it's time to promote. Now, my last tip for avoiding burnout and pot fade is to take care of yourself. Yes, good old self-care. Self-care means different things to different people. So let me make some suggestions based on what I do. You can listen to episode 43 on how to manage your podcast with a chronic illness to get some details on what I do in my business and podcast with chronic migraine and bipolar disorder. Self-care for me is essential as an entrepreneur, podcaster, and mom. And now, particularly with selling my house and moving to a different state, self-care is even more important. I make sure to get enough sleep every night. I try to go to bed at the same time every night and get up at the same time every morning. This really is super important for my well-being. Now, even though I get enough sleep, sometimes I get sleepy in the afternoon. I mean, we all have that afternoon fade, right? So I will take a tiny nap when I need one. I also schedule my most creative and intense work for the mornings when I'm most alert and creative. I try to eat well and avoid getting super hungry, you know, hangry. (laughs) I also drink lots of water throughout the day. Getting overly hungry or dehydrated makes me irritable and unable to concentrate. I go for walks for exercise. I am not an exercise fanatic. I like to do something pretty easy and fun. Walking in my neighborhood is really pretty. It's nice and green, and it's a quiet neighborhood, so it's easy to go for a walk, and it gives me a nice workout. And finally, I take breaks when I need them. This used to be really hard for me. I am a binger. (laughs) I binge watch TV shows. I binge work. I binge pack right now for my move. I used to forget to take breaks. And that is a surefire way to burn out. So I've gotten much better about giving myself breaks. Some people set a timer and work for like 45 to 50 minutes, then take a 10 to 15 minute break. Now, I don't do that. I do not set a timer because I don't want to disturb my work if I've gotten into a flow state. But I do take note when I start to fade or lose focus. Then I take a little break, get up, get more water, go for a walk sometimes. If I need a long, if I need a longer break, I'll watch part of a TV show or movie for my Geek Girl Soup homework. And now with my move, I'll alternate work with packing, with walking, or walk, or watching a show, or a nap. <laughs> Though I'm napping less now with the, with the move and needing to pack. So figure out what self-care means to you. You see from my list that self-care can be totally free. I did not list getting a massage right? I listed very basic things that keep us healthy, creative, and alert. Bottom line with today's episode, plan ahead with everything as much as you can. You will catch up to your pre-scheduled episodes at some point, 
you may fall behind at some point. It happens to all of us. I love this quote that I heard from Will Smith several years ago, though I think he got it from someone else. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Getting ready tends to stress me out, like I discussed with getting social media posts ready every week. When I prep them ahead of time, write the copy ahead of time, posting them is easy. When you stay ahead of the podcasting game, do as much as you can at once while it's all still fresh in your head, it is so much easier. That is staying ready. That keeps you on track and that will make it easier to have a thriving and successful podcast in the long run. That is it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Be sure to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. 